Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Balls Over the Top podcast. It is NFL kickoff day. I am your host, Brendan Collins. And I'm Michael Rock. Very excited here. Cannot wait. It is football time. It's football time. We are about an hour and a half out from kickoff, or at least from when the festivities begin. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm beside myself. I have a bunch of fantasy football implications on the line. As a matter of fact, you do too. Big game for the two of us. I have Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback, and Mm -hmm. you have Deshaun Watson. Yep, this is a big one already. So immediately right off the bat, and we're not playing each other. No. So... We don't have that additional pressure, but still, excitement there. Um, I, I think it's going to be a great game, defending Super Bowl champions uh, against a high-power offense without it, maybe its biggest weapon. I mean, second biggest weapon, obviously, Deshaun Watson is what makes that thing go, but mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins may be the best threat in football. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how that offense operates without him on the field it it will be interesting i mean they did get a little bit in return in a uh, in a very good receiving back but by the same token it's a it's a different team it's a weird shortened season um you know we, we've had no preseason well exactly it's a it's a short off season uh but the season is is still going to be full length supposedly right. uh with an asterisk here we're, yeah we're here at balls over the top we're uh we're still not necessarily on the side of the fence that everything's just going to be all hunky dory once this all starts off. So no, there's uh, very little faith here that this season is going to uh, complete the way it starts. But you know, we with have no some hiccups. Hope. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. So you know, uh, looking here live at the uh, at the lines, uh, the the way that this game is at least being bet. Uh, Kansas City are massive favorites. <laughs> the line, uh, the spread right now is at nine and a half. Um, Kansas City minus nine and a half, where Houston plus nine and a half, where the money line is at minus four fifty for the Chiefs, plus three fifty for the Houston Texans, and the over under is sitting at fifty three and a half. Pretty oh, wow. high. Yeah, that's pretty high, especially for a first game. Yeah, first game of the season. I think that's a little ambitious, but everybody I think is going to have their hopes up for the, you know, considering the talents and the high power offenses that are on display yeah, true the not super dominating defenses no offense to jj watt but he hasn't been healthy enough recently to keep that defense in the top in most of the major statistical categories mm-hmm. um both of them have pretty good pretty good uh pretty good rush but they don't have really that great of um you know a, a defensive uh like secondary where they're really looking to see if they can yeah they both the, allow big plays yeah they both allow big plays so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes you know um that 53 and a half number is not insane uh but at just my initial gut reaction is wow that seems high for the very first game of the season yeah it's a, it is a lot um so i think we uh at least my pick uh, with that nine and a half point spread uh, i do think this game is going to be a little bit closer than that i think if you uh my personal call, if you're betting with the spread, would probably be take the points. You take Houston plus the points. Yeah, I um, I don't I don't think that's crazy. I don't I don't see this game being a blowout one way or another, for sure. I definitely I I see it being a closer game. Um, money line, which is I think a little bit you know who I think is going to win. Uh, I I think I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs, and. Uh, 
And over-under, you know what, I think it'll be fun. I think they want to put on some fireworks for the first game of the season. Um, I'll go with the over. I'll go with yeah. the over 53.5. What about you? I will, uh, I'm will. i I'm going to, to take the... Um... I will take the Chiefs money line, but I'm gonna go with the under. I think it takes a little while for for uh, chemistry to develop. I know both these teams are pretty much the same teams that are coming out of uh, you know with last season. Uh, I think it just takes a while. I think offensive lines tend to take a while too. And I think if you, you know if your offensive line isn't strong with two uh, really dominant passing offenses, you're gonna you're gonna need a little bit of time to build. I would take the under on that one. Okay, what about the uh, spread there? Are you agreeing? You take are you taking the points with Houston, or do you think that uh, Kansas City wins it by a good two possessions? Ooh, that's a tough question. I I feel like this game is going to be close, but uh, for the sake of being contrarian, I think I I feel comfortable enough taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus not minus nine and a half minus nine and a half. I I could see them getting a double digit lead, especially if it happens late. Yeah, I, I could totally see that as well, you know, extending the lead and then even if Houston gets some points in, in garbage time, you know, not being able to really... Really close the gap, yeah. yeah. All righty, well, with that in mind, why don't we jump into some of the rest of the matchups of week one, mm-hmm. uh, since we're not going to have a special Sunday edition of the show. Uh, we will have a, 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 a catch-up show coming out Monday night for the Monday night football, mm-hmm. but for all intents and purposes, this is really the last... Uh, chance we're going to get to preview the games this weekend and really dive into week one yeah which we 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 want to get into we're excited for it so uh we're starting up here in the nfc north uh chicago bears are playing against the detroit lions uh detroit being the home team Mm -hmm. um although how much that matters this season is a little bit you know still to be questioned this is true this is true uh, but it's definitely an, an interesting one. Um, you know, two teams that I do not see. I, I, if you listen to our last episode, I mean, I know y- you obviously did. You were there. but uh, I edited it, too, yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I heard it twice. Yeah, um, I don't think these are two teams that are going to be competing for that division title, uh, barring any catastrophic injuries or really some un- or any unforeseen play that, you know, is some player that really comes in out of nowhere and, and carries the team, you know, if Mitch Trubisky somehow stakes a, takes a step toward being an elite NFL quarterback and huh. has a, you know, I, I mean, we've seen quarterbacks have flash in the pan seasons that where they drastically overperform. I mean, Rex Grossman was looking like a top tier NFL quarterback for the first ten games that year that the Bears went to the Super Bowl, or you know, mm-hmm. we saw Nick Foles rattle off how many wins in a row. Not trying to say Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, you know. I'm not trying to necessarily compare them. I'm not trying to be Matt Nagy right now and pick between those two quarterbacks. But you get my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, players can rise to the challenge, really elevate their game. No, um, so unless terrible. either of those players really, or you know, unless unless that uh, that defense up in in Detroit really shores up and and the offense continues to put up big numbers, you know. Maybe they could do something, but neither one of them seemed to be threatening to me. With that being said, um, Detroit are slight favorites, but only by three. They're kind of being given the home team spread. And the money line is uh, minus 152 for Detroit, plus 128 for Chicago. And the over-under is 42.5. Pretty low. 
Yeah. But also, neither of these teams are necessarily going to blow the roof off of the building. So, no. what are your thoughts? Uh, why don't you give me just overall, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I mean, with a three-point spread, there's a chance that's the same answer as uh, who you like with the spread. And then uh, what's your thoughts on that 42-and-a-half over-under? Uh, this uh, this one's kind of a dog. Um, I, I mean, if you if you have to pick one, I mean, if you line up both sides of the ball, right, and you look up, look at the Bears' offense versus the Lions' defense, and you look at the Lions' offense against the Bears' defense, the only one where you're like, oh, clear winner is probably going to be the Bears' defense against the Lions' offense, right? Pretty I mean, much. Yeah, Matt Patricia is a more defensive-oriented coach. Um, you know, yeah, I, I see that. So I, I guess, I guess that rounds it off to say, I think, I think I go with Detroit. I think at least, you know, at least they don't have to travel for their week one game. Um, they're, they've got that going for them. It's really my, the only reason why I'm picking this game is like such, such kind of low stakes. I yeah. I mean, like. it's a bummer one to start with. We really, uh, Aimed for the middle there, but we'll yeah. or aim for the lower middle there. Well, we started of, uh, off with a fun one. But and we're then going we... with the schedule. I'm just going yeah. by, you know, starting at 1 o'clock. I was the top of the 1 o'clock game. Oh, they're listed. trying to get it out of the and way then, early. Uh, yeah, it. right. And yeah. then uh, we'll work our way through the through the weekend. Nice. Um, so How yeah, do you I feel? imagine, our, well, you didn't answer about the spread. I mean, is the spread the same? Yeah. Three I'll... points is kind of negligible. Yeah, I'll just take the, um, I'll just take the line and then, straight up. Uh, what about over under? Uh, under. You think the under? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I think I, I'm going to actually go with the Bears there. I think the Bears have a little bit more to prove right now. Um, Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy are both on the hot seat. They kind of do also and have that like fall from grace element where like they were a 10-6 and six football team. They were a playoff team a couple seasons ago. in recent memory. And so, yeah, you know, that's they're still suffering from the nightmares of the double doink. Um, I think the Bears come out with a chip on their shoulder. No crowd. They're not going to be really impacted by that. I think they can come out and get a solid win this weekend. Uh, again, with the spread, obviously, in that point, I'm taking the Bears. They get plus three. Um, and then uh, over-under. Um, I actually do think we'll get more points. The way that both of these teams are kind of the the kings of garbage time, if you will. That's true. And so it wouldn't shock me to see one team actually put up a good 28 points. One of these offenses, I think, will come out looking kind of impressive. And then... Uh, Seeing the other one kind of scobbled or you know together a couple little bit of points there, kind of you yeah, know. I just have a hard time seeing really like either team confidently putting up twenty one points, and I don't think the other team is going to be like oh, thirty five points to seventeen or something. Like, That's I just, valid. It's That's a valid. lot. Of, it's a lot of points. Yeah, but like maybe like a twenty eight seventeen. You know what That's, I mean? Type. I mean, it's, it's true. It's just. Yeah, and I mean it's it's possible. I just don't see it as the most likely. That's fair. That's fair. Well, we disagree there. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. This is one I think at least yeah, on the can. surface seems kind of easy. Yeah. Um, seven and a half points spread there. I would almost say that that's a little bit low. Um, the Ravens are favored by seven and a half. Obviously, the money line's minus three thirty for the Ravens, plus two seventy for Cleveland. And the over-under is 48-and-a-half. Um, at least right off the bat, my gut reaction is Ravens win, Ravens cover. And over-under, I would stay away from that game just because of, I imagine, the Ravens' defense. 
is dominant. That offense would put up a lot of points and kind of kept the foot on the gas last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but considering how much of a running team they are, if the clock's running out in the second half, if they're trying to get those last points in before the end or not, I, I, I'm i hesitant on that. For the heck of it, I'll say over. I'll say the over of 48 and a half. What are your thoughts? Uh, you, I, you kind of just took all the words out of my mouth i'm going i'm going ravens ravens even with the spread and i'm going with the over because like as good as the ravens defense is if they're up big they can they can kind of slip a little bit and not a lot they're still a very good solid defensive group so i don't feel i don't i'm not worried about them like blowing a lead or anything but they could definitely definitely uh Get some points chipped away. I'll also take the over, too. Another exciting one going back to the NFC North. Packers-Vikings. Ooh. A couple of divisional games to start off that uh, That's a this very NFL good game. season. Uh, really excited about this one. Uh, if it weren't, you know, this will probably have the most of my attention other than the Eagles game at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, even though I have little to no fantasy implications, I just at a glance. But uh, two and a half point spread. Vikings being the slight favorites, they are the home team, so it's less than a home point spread, though. So that really shows it's a true toss-up. Uh, minus 148 for the Vikings, plus 126 for the Packers. Again, all of these spreads can change. I'm just checking FanDuel as we're recording here. For those of you at home who are wondering if you're seeing something slightly different. Um, and then uh, over under 45.5. Slightly lower than I would expect for these two teams. So right off the bat, I mean, I can give you, I do think the Vikings get the win. I do think the spread, again, they cover only two and a half. Uh, you know, I think it'll be a close game, but I feel like you don't see most NFL games being settled by less than a field goal. And I'm going to go over on the over-under. Uh, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go, I, I do like this Vikings team, uh, but because they've had no uh real off season together or not like a you know one traditionally where you have some preseason games um and they've got a lot of new parts on defense i think they're going to struggle a little bit so i'm definitely taking the over but i'm going to take the uh the packers and i'll even take the packers with the the minus points to, uh, to I mean, they, don't, they don't get minus points they, or whatever they would, yeah points. i mean with the spread, if you're taking them the underdog the money line, you're yeah. gonna get the spread. I want the points. Give me the points. I, I want. The sp- I'll take a minus points too. Even I would take. A yeah, minus you know that's goal. fair. I I feel again in this point with it's a coin toss. It doesn't matter because yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a yeah. splitting hairs. But I would even take them with points. Um. Yeah. No. I I I feel like the this Packers team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has probably the most to prove this season that he's had to prove in several seasons. Uh, you know he's he's always been a very good top five quarterback, um, but he's gotten banged up and uh, and it looks like Green Bay is kind of questioning his reliability at the quarterback spot. Yeah, they're at the very least preparing for life after Rodgers, which between Favre and Rodgers, it's a team that really hasn't had to think other than when to switch between the two about quarterbacks since. Honestly, before you and I were born. Yeah, it's, so, it's been the better part of three decades. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good problem to have. And, um, you know, I do think they could come out. He could come out with a chip on his shoulder, Aaron Rodgers, that is, and really light it up. But 
it seems like the last couple of years the supporting cast around him has been a little bit subpar. Uh, the one thing, and, and you know, I'm contradicting myself here because it's just as you were talking, it made me kind of maybe dusted off a few uh, a few of the cobwebs in my brain. Um, this is the second year with the Packers team under a new regime there. You know, they had been with Mike McCarthy forever. Mm-hmm. They move on from him. The second year is when a lot of times you see a lot of these teams take a big step. Saw it with Sean McVay on the Rams. You saw it with Doug Peterson and the Eagles. You know, it wouldn't be crazy to see the Packers come out and actually make some noise in this. I mean, not that I ever, you know, we always said, we said all week that, or more than all week, but, you know, uh, Vikings Packers are going to really be the ones duking it out for this division. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be uh, surprised to see maybe the Packers gain a little bit more ground than I had previously anticipated just based on it. You know, they've had a year of this system. Mm -hmm. It's no longer just a totally new. Yeah. It's not brand new anymore. And it's not stale anymore either. Like the kind of Mike McCarthy stuff. So yeah, could, could see interesting things coming out. Uh, we've got another one o'clock game. We've got Indianapolis facing off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is a uh, it's a game of uh, people tanking and a, a game of people desperately trying to hold on to a competitive team in their division. Uh, Colts are minus seven and a half uh, on the money line. They're minus three ninety. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars obviously plus seven and a half, and they're plus three ten. The over under on this game is forty five and a half. This this game is kind of brutal. Because I don't think the Colts are going to be that good. But I know Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be worse. Yeah, I think this was actually pretty easy, and I disagree with you there. I think the Colts could be reminiscent of the Titans last year. Yeah? I'm not necessarily saying they will be. You know, they could be more reminiscent of some other, I don't even have, of some other forgettable teams that brought in an aging quarterback to try and salvage something. And couldn't do much, even if, you know, first thing that I finally thought of was, like, when McNabb got brought to a couple different teams at the end of his career. Or, you see it a lot, some of these guys. Brett Favre, those Vikings and Jets teams were kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so this could be the last stops on the farewell, you know, Carson Palmer's Cardinals years and yeah. Vegas years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh this could be the last stop on the farewell tour for Philip Rivers, uh, a short, you know, short tour. But uh, they might also perform a little bit. He could, he could really lift up the rest of that team. You know, he could really lift up that team and, and make some noise there. Um, I think I am going to go Colts to win it. I think I'm going to go Colts to cover. And I think I'll go under on the over-under, just because I don't see the Jaguars doing much, if anything. Yeah, I don't see the Colts putting up 42 points by themselves. So I don't I don't know how they would cover cover that uh, that over. But I agree with you. I think you uh, I think you take the under. I think even with the spread, you take the Colts. Um, I don't think it's going to be a particularly close game. I uh, I mean, even though it is. It is a divisional matchup, so typically they're a little bit more contested than the usual. And Jacksonville has elements of a team which can surprise you. 
but I, I have very little faith in them having much success in this game. That's uh, that's valid. Um, the next game on the uh, on the docket, the Las Vegas Raiders against the Carolina Panthers, which I think is going to be a uh, a pretty interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real it's a real uh, welcome to the NFL kid moment for Coach Matt Rule coming up against one of the probably the, one of the most famous coaches in NFL football. Right, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Gruden's. it's definitely going to be uh, Gruden's one of the at least big more household names. Obviously, I mean Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. um, Sean Payton. There's some guys, Harbaugh's, that have some pedigree. But you know, John Gruden from his time as an analyst, then stepping back onto the sideline, definitely gets some attention and gets mm-hmm. some love. And yeah, I mean, Matt Rule coming into Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater taking the reins from Cam Newton. Christian McCaffrey is talented, but remember Luke Keekley just retired. Mm-hmm. That Carolina Panthers defense is kind of lacking an identity. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, v- John Gruden got one of the richest contracts of an NFL coach in history, and he hasn't really performed up to up to date. No. Same with De- uh, Derek Carr at quarterback. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how this progresses, um, or how their seasons each progress. Uh, and this is a big starting point. But I think I would have to go Carolina to win. Uh, Carolina's three-point underdogs, uh, so I would have them cover the spread. The money line was plus 126 Carolina, minus 148 for Vegas. And the uh, over-under was 47.5. So I think they, uh, they're they under on the over-under, and then Carolina takes the money line and covers the points. Think so? You think Carolina winds up winning this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I think Las Vegas has done enough this off season to really upgrade their offense. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna take Las Vegas. Who's getting the points in this one? Uh, Vegas minus three. Vegas minus three. You know what? I think it's gonna be a close game. So I'll take I'll take Carolina with the points. And uh, and I'll take the over. Uh, I think both. I mean, you have Christian McCaffrey. You can probably generate some points on the board. And when you have all the passing options that Derek Carr has gotten uh, from this offseason, I think I think you can put up some points. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over on this one. Definitely gonna be interesting. So the next game on the agenda: Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots. Now, Patriots here are six and a half point favorites. Interesting. First game without Brady. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of confidence in the team, but it is against Miami. Mm-hmm. So we got a six and a half point spread in favor of New England. Money lines looking like minus 290 to plus 235. And then an over under and set low at 42. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, this is a this is a tough. What's the uh, what's the point spread again? Six and a half six in a favor half. of New England. Favor of New England. Well, you know what I mean. New England are the favorites. Yeah, New England are the favorite. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another one. I think it's gonna be a, a little bit close. I'll take New England money line, but I'll take the Dolphins with the points. And I think that over under is kind of low. Um, I think, especially because the Patriots don't have the defense that they're used to with six of their starters opting out of the season. I mean, it's a Belichick coach team, so they're going to perform well, but they're not going to perform as well. 
Yeah, guys are going to do their jobs, but... Yeah, if they've lost a little bit of their synergy, it's going to be a little bit tough to keep that uh, defensive, uh, like, stalwart team. I feel like at least once a year, the Dolphins give the Patriots fits. Yeah, they give them trouble. Um, I mean, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He can can do that. Fitz magic, baby. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm going to disagree with you there slightly, though. I think I'm going to go Patriots covering Patriots money line under on the over-under. You're going to take the under? Yeah. Yeah, I think this could be like a 17 to 10, 17 to 7, still a touchdown or more, but uh difference, but not that high scoring. Yeah, definitely. Uh staying in that division, uh New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh another six and a half point line. The Bills are favored by six and a half. Bills are minus three hundred, Jets are plus two forty five. And here's the lowest under on over under, I believe, of the entire weekend at thirty nine and a half. Ooh, wow, that is that is low. Um I don't know how you feel about that. I mean I'm I'm pretty sold on this one. Give me the I bills. I think I go bills all the way. Yeah, all and all I, bills. And I think I'm gonna take the under. This could very easily be a seventeen ten game. I would be less surprised I would be more surprised if that's how the Dolphins Patriots game ended, then it would be if that's how this game ended. Yeah, I don't think you're too far off there. 39 and a half. I can still take the under there. Uh, coming up next, our boys, Philadelphia Eagles, traveling to Washington to play against the Washington football team. Yes. I uh, love I love in our fantasy app that the, uh, the, the team name where, you know, it gives like, uh, he plays for the Patriots. They just say he plays for the football team. It's been a it's been a wonderful treat for us. Uh, so, Eagles are five and a half point favorites. Minus two fifty five on the line. Forty two and a half is the over under. My gut reaction is birds to win, birds to cover. Over forty two and a half. I I'm I'm with you except on the over under. I think it's birds to win, birds to cover. I don't see them being um, particularly uh, particularly high scoring this game, though. Uh, I think, uh, given all our troubles with the offensive line this off season, I think it's going to be a little tough getting offensive synergy right off the bat. I'm going to take the under. Alrighty. So the last of the one o'clock games before we dip into the mid afternoon there and the four o'clocks. Very nice. The uh, Atlanta Falcons are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Battle of the Birds. Oh. Now, this is another one that's a virtual coin toss. Uh, one and a half point spread. Interesting. Seahawks, razor thin favorites. Uh, minus one thirty six to plus one sixteen on the on the money line, and forty nine mm. and a half is your over under. Okay. Um, I think I got to go Seahawks with a spread so thin at one and a half. I think I have them covering. Uh, 49 and a half, I think that's a little high for the over-under. I think that's going to be an under. Really? Okay. I am I am also going to go with the Seahawks. I think they're also going to cover the spread. But I'm going to take the over on that one. You have two very good passing offenses. You've got very talented standout wide receivers. and Julio and Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf. Uh that those are passing offenses that are meant to put up a lot of points. Um, yeah, 
Uh, and I think the Seahawks have lost a little bit on defense. I don't think that the Falcons have gained much on defense, and that's been an area of weakness over both seasons. So I feel pretty comfortable taking that over. Okay. So uh, dipping into the afternoon, 4 o'clock games. 4.05, Cincinnati Bengals host the L.A. Chargers. Two teams looking to start a new regime. Um, Joe Burrow taking over with the Bengals. And... Justin Herbert, the backup to start the season, uh, even though he was a top 10 pick, uh, Terod Taylor is going to be the starter for Mm -hmm. the Chargers. Now, this is a three-point spread with the Chargers being the three-point favorites, the Bengals getting plus three. The line is 174, minus 174 for the Chargers, plus 146 for the Bengals. And we got a 41.5 point over-under. Um... I think you go Chargers. Their their defense is very talented. Their offense is still very talented. A lot of weapons for Terod Taylor, and he just what two three years ago brought the Bills to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not too far from, removed from a season, productive winning season as a starter against a team that was just the worst in football last year. Uh, I think that yeah, I go Chargers uh, to win. Chargers to cover a three point spread, and forty one and a half. Two new offenses. I, I think I'm going to go under. Uh, I don't know if I see two new offenses, new systems, producing a bunch of offense right off the bat against e- NFL defenses. Yeah, and you have two teams with a pretty decent pass pass rush. I think I kind of agree with you across the board. I think that the uh, the Chargers kind of have the benefit of just being a, a slightly better team. They've got a pretty good running game too which doesn't hurt uh and you know you just have uh fresh face quarterbacks and new systems coming up against two pretty good pass rush yeah i think you take i think you take that under uh now going to the prime time games 430 um the west coast we got arizona cardinals away uh being hosted by the san francisco 49ers this one's going to be interesting. A seven-point spread. Niners are pretty heavy favorites. Uh, minus 300 to plus 245 on the money line. And the over-under, 48.5, which I think is a little bit low. So so I think, right off the bat, I mean, Cardinals, I think this game's going to be closer than people think. Um, I think the Cardinals get the win. I you think, think the Cardinals win? I think the Cardinals win. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Cardinals upset. Uh, Kyler Murray, I think, has a lot to prove. I think the Niners are going to be feeling a little bit from their Super Bowl loss. And I, I think that uh, Arizona comes out. DeAndre Hopkins has a dazzling debut. I think they cover the spread, obviously, as the underdogs plus seven. They, they're they going to cover there. And uh, 48 and a half, I think that there's an over on that. Even though the Niners had a dominating defense last year, I think... I think we're going to see some fireworks. I I understand where you're coming from, and I I'm I'm pretty closely lined up. I I think I'm going to take in the money line pick though. I think I'm going to pick San Francisco. However, with the points, I'm totally going to take the Cardinals, and I think I think the over is a uh, is a good choice. I mean, we saw last season that um, the Giant or the 49ers, they are not afraid to go uh toe to toe on offense and really, really battle it out. So, 
uh, yeah, we could see a very high-scoring game in that one. Now, the more exciting game in my mind, mm-hmm. the other primetime game that I think almost all the eyes in the nation are going to be on. Yes. New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees mm-hmm. hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. This is a this is a wild game at the Superdome. Is two of the oldest quarterbacks in the league, uh, one and two in passing yards, like one and two in touchdowns. Crazy long, successful careers for both these quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a uh, you know it's it's the start of a new era. I mean it may be short, but the Tom Brady, Buccaneers era. Uh, Two of the greatest quarterbacks ever. I mean, they're one and two in almost every major statistical category in the NFL. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And this is where I think the Saints really need to assert their dominance. I mean, Tom Brady's coming in to their house. He's set up shop his whole career in one division and made a living there. He's coming into a new division. Uh, three and a half point line. The Saints are favored. Minus 180 to plus 152. And the over-under is 47.5. I think that over-under is a little bit low. I think we're going to see a little bit more offense. Uh, I think that the Saints win it, and I do think the Saints cover that 3.5-point spread. Yep, I'm uh, I'm with you there. I, uh, think, I think Tom Brady's not going to be ready for the pass rush that he's going to see in this division. It's pretty good. Um, camera wakes, no joke. So yeah, I uh, but I kind of agree with I'm kind of a little bit boring here, but I kind of agree with you across the board. I'm not super confident in that over, but then again, we have two of the most accomplished quarterbacks facing off against each other in a week one game, so it almost feels silly not to. Yeah, yeah. So all right, going to Sunday night, prime time, Dallas Cowboys versus the L.A. Rams. Uh, obviously, we don't like the Cowboys. Nope. But this is uh, an inter- interesting uh, first week game one matchup for prime time Sunday night football, first Sunday night football of the year. Uh, two and a half point spread. The Cowboys are favored. Uh, minus one forty six plus one twenty four, uh, and fifty one and a half point over under. I think that over under is crazy high. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, that's a star-studded Rams defense that I think is going to be trying to disrupt what Dallas wants to do right off the bat. And uh, that Rams offense hasn't been explosive the last couple years. No, it's been a little stagnant. um, I think I go under definitely. And then, uh, unfortunately, I I do think I take the Cowboys' money line and to cover the two-and-a-half-point spread, though. Uh, How about you? I'm... uh... I'm I'm feeling a little bit different. I think uh, Cowboys are kind of a team in a little bit of disarray. They've had a little bit of disorganization this offseason. Um, just, you know, the relationship between the uh, the owner and the quarterback very publicly played out during this offseason. Um, and they also have a brand-new coach putting in a brand-new offensive system. So I'm going to go I'm going to go with the Rams, Rams covering – and uh, and I'm gonna take. But I am gonna take the under. I think it's gonna be a. Uh, I think it's gonna be a pretty uh, pretty well battled for game. I think it's gonna be low scoring. Alrighty. Uh, I know we may be recording before these games actually conclude, but just to round out the week, we have two Monday night games this week. 
Monday uh, night doubleheader. Monday night doubleheader. They do that a lot of times, first week or two of the season. That's always a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, neither one of them are matchups, though, that I thought were all that exciting, but we'll get into them anyway. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steelers are pretty big favorites, five and a half points, minus 250 on the money line, 46 and a half over under to fill out the numbers there. But, you know, it's Ben Roethlisberger's return. That team underperformed last year and almost squeaked into the playoffs with uh, a bunch of nobodies at quarterback. Um, and then you got the Giants, who are kind of a team a year into a rebuild now. They might take, you know, they might be at that point where they're crawling. They might be at that point where they're walking, but I don't think they're a team ready to run. No. And, uh I, I think that as far as a nationally televised Monday night game, other than some of the star power, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ben Roethlisberger, Saquon Barkley, I don't know. This game doesn't excite me too much. I mean, keep an eye on Saquon for fantasy reasons, obviously. Uh, but I don't know. I think the uh, I think the Steelers do win it. Uh, I think they should cover the spread at five and a half. And well, I'll give it the over. We'll go over forty six and a half. All right. Um, I I I think I think this is the Steelers game to lose. I but I think they uh, I think they wind up securing a victory in this one. I do expect them to cover the point spread. Um, but I'm going to take the under. I think I think uh, you know because Ben is just coming back and hasn't gotten a chance to work with some of his wide receivers, offense is going to struggle a little bit getting off getting off the start and uh, the Giants don't really inspire me much as much of an offensive offensive team yet. I mean, they have Saquon Barkley so they can get down the field, but their red zone efficiency was terrible last season. And I don't see how that's just going to improve just kind of overnight. That's understandable. That's really understandable. And so uh the last game of the week, the last, uh, the last Monday night matchup uh, of week one, or I guess the last overall matchup of week one, but also the last Monday night matchup of week one. We have the Tennessee Titans playing against the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Another one I think is the, uh, and to quote you from last one, that's the Titans game to lose in my mind. Um, they had a really successful season last year. They looked to build off that. Tannehill, Derrick Henry... Were a pretty dynamic offensive combination. May had a couple of big wins in the playoffs. Um, a very good defense. Yeah, very good defense, which I think is going to be difficult for a still learning, still young quarterback uh, in in Denver to be Drew Locke to be really figuring out. Um, I am at, uh, money or sorry, the spread is only two and a half. Surprisingly small. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty I would thin. Think that would be higher. Line is 134, minus 134 for Tennessee, plus 114 for Denver. And it's a 40.5 point spread. I go Tennessee to win. I go Tennessee to cover. And I go under on the 40.5. Yeah. Uh, considering the power of both of those defenses. They're both teams known for good defense. Yeah. And, yeah, so that wraps up week one predictions uh, right now, off the bat. Now, they did lose Von, Von they Miller, did lose, It looks like Von Miller for the season, but still... I don't. You know, th- I don't think that's all of a sudden going to become something that the uh, the Titans just you know, like. Oh, no more Von Miller. Now it's time to put up fifty points this yeah. game. Yeah. So that's my initial gut reaction. Uh, we're now 
T-minus about a half an hour until kickoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. Uh, pretty excited. Uh, let us know what your feedback is. Yeah. Anybody has any comments of their own, any games that they want us to really dive into for next week. It yeah. looks like we're going to be trying to do this every week. Yeah. Um, or if you really disagree with us and want to yeah, call us tell names. Tell us why we're stupid. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we, we just figured we'd give uh, you guys our off-the-cuff uh, thoughts on the schedule as it unfolds each week. You know, there's going to be injuries. There's going to be hot streaks. There's going to be players who underperform. and uh, There's going to be real big surprises, too. Yeah, and we're excited to be looking at these games every week as the, uh, as the season unfolds. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Yep. Uh, you can find our socials at b-o-t-t podcast on instagram and twitter and you uh feel free to subscribe and again provide any comments questions things like that yeah we're on uh we're on google podcast we're on itunes we're on spotify and we're hosted on uh on anchor.fm yep thank you guys so much for listening and uh football's back baby football's back have a good one everybody see ya